everybody. Welcome on into the show. My name is Kevin Vargo, host and founder of the Mid Park Music Podcast. Today is Wednesday, September 7th, and we are here with episode 67. And I've got Danny with me from Act Casual from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, an absolutely fantastic, funky, unbelievably talented uh, jam, funk, fusion, uh, whatever you would like to call them, uh, band out of, again, Detroit, Michigan, that we will get all to here in just a moment. Um, so, yeah, um, the song that you heard there at the beginning, that was just a little snippet of their most recent single, which we will hear the whole song um, again in just a moment. That's going to buy me an airplane that was out on July 31st, 2022. Uh, just absolutely groovy. Again, I could go on and on. Truly one of my favorite local bands in all the scenes. I've actually had an opportunity to see Act Casual live. Uh, that was back in November. Um, and it was a fantastic, fantastic show. So, um, yeah. Uh, what do we got to go over for mid park stuff here real quick though, before we get into that, um, man, absolutely. I, I'm so unbelievably humbled. I have to tell everybody, you know, that is listening. Thank you. Um, this past Sunday we did the, uh, mid park, uh, indie rock for mental health. Very first annual, uh, this is actually national suicide prevention week as we speak, September 4th through the 10th, September is national suicide prevention month. Um, and on Sunday we raised, uh, or I guess over this, you know, course of this 10 days extended into about two weeks here, um, $670, which is unbelievable to me. It's so cool. The original goal was only 500. So we smashed that out of the park, um, had 20 different interviews with 20 different bands on Sunday, uh, almost like a telethon of sorts on Instagram live. Uh, people were chiming in all day, asking questions, um, tuning in again, donating all for the cause. It was absolutely fantastic. So I am just, again, unbelievably humbled and thankful for that. And while I'm on the, the route of thank yous right now, I should thank all of you for tuning in, as I always do to every episode. Um, this would be nothing without you. Uh, of course, the musicians, the bands themselves, uh, in this case, Act Casual. Um, and those of you that are listening and here to, to hear about Act Casual, to hear about the music in general, um, again, all of this would be nothing without you. Um, yeah, I'll stop rambling on for now. We'll get to a song, and then uh, we'll come back, and I'll go over the uh, the upcoming podcast schedule. Uh, just a few more things related to Act Casual, and then we'll get into the whole conversation uh, with Danny here just after uh, another uh, another tune that will take us into it. Uh, but again, this is Gonna Buy Me an Airplane. This is the most recent single from Act Casual that was released July 31st, 2022. Go ahead and listen to this whole thing here. Uh, turn it up. Get funky. Again, man, just absolutely phenomenally talented band um and, and you will really enjoy this one i think you're going to enjoy all of it um and i think i mentioned uh you know if you were here last week tune in for lost pyramids in chicago i know they're absolutely how many times have i said absolutely already in the first three minutes here jeez i gotta i gotta mix my words up another um very good uh jam funk band um and you know i said you know if you if that's your, your type of cup of tea you might want to tune in today to act casual so um right up the same alleys and and just you know you guys all know if you've been following along mid part for a long time um this is some of my favorite stuff here so again i'll stop rambling uh that's the second time i've said that now but this is going to buy me an airplane from act casual and we'll be back after uh just go over a few more things So high, I won't 
ground Gonna buy me an airplane So high I won't touch the ground Gonna find me a woman So fine I won't mess around
That's the only way I could say that. Excuse my French. Sorry, kids, if you're listening. There is a disclaimer at the bottom that I've always had, though, that says that this is uh, for explicit only and 18 plus. So sorry, but God damn, is that so fucking funky? I mean, I could truly listen. And I, I think I have, I mean, uh, uh, you know, five, six times over at a time and just uh, absolutely bumped that on my sound system here downstairs in my basement. Um, and yeah, you know, again, I could go on and on about all of Act Casual's music, which again, we're going to get to another uh, song here in just a moment. Uh, let's go over the schedule for the podcast that we've got coming up here. So again, obviously today is uh, uh, September 7th, and this is episode 67 with Act Casual. And on Saturday, September 10th, we've got uh, A Cure for Love for Columbus, Ohio, uh, from Columbus, Ohio. Um Tuesday, September 13th is the lucky episode number 69. That is going to be Speakeasy from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, Saturday, September 17th, that is Jeebs from Boston. We hit a milestone there with episode 70. Uh, Glass Image from Auburn, New York is next on Tuesday, September 20th. Uh, the Centaurits from uh, St. Louis, Missouri. That's Saturday, September 24th. Scoopski from Philadelphia, Tuesday, September 27th. The Flamingos Pink, Saturday, October 1st. We're into October already there. The Nile Club from Milwaukee. Uh, that is October 3rd, Monday, October 3rd. And Perfect Candidates from Chicago. That's Thursday, October 6th that we've got scheduled so far. Still doing interviews, multiple interviews every Wednesday. Adding them to the schedule on the back end. Things are going great. Again, as I said, uh, the the event that went well over the weekend, that's still going. If you are interested, you can still donate. Um, this is, again, National Suicide Prevention Week for the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. That is right through my Instagram account uh, on Midpark there. It's the very first pinned post. You can get it a link in the bio, lots of different ways. If you can't donate, um, you can share the post. You can do whatever. Um, or you can just like it or you can just spread the word again. Um, you know, all of it is helpful. Um, all of it is helpful just to help open the conversation. And, and, um, you know, I know that sounds cliche, but it is very important. And, and mental health is something that's very important to me. Uh, something my dad struggled with for a long time. And I don't think I ever had addressed and he's no longer with us. Um, I definitely have, and, and I think everybody does, you know, to some extent. Uh, but again, this isn't about that. Um, this is about act casual. Um, Really good guys as well, too, um, at least, you know, from everything that I've seen. Of course, I had a conversation with Danny and, and the other guys I could see from the outside looking in. And again, I uh, had a chance to see them in November and uh, I relate to them in a lot of ways. And um, again, just had a really good conversation with Danny that I think you guys are going to get a lot from. Um, what else? I think that's really it, right? Um, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and listen to Living a Lie. So Living a Lie was a September 12th, 2021 single from Act Casual. So if you do the math, that is almost a year to the date. A um, couple days here and we'll be at the one year anniversary already, which is crazy um, that we're coming up on that. Um, the fall was very like tough for me last year, you know, moving away from Chicago. So I'm thinking about that, just already getting up to a year on that. And yeah, yada, yada. Here I go again, rambled on about nothing. But um, Living a Lie is, I mean, it's, again, it's, it's just another fantastic song. Love the album art for this as well. Check it out. Um, of course, all of that on Spotify uh, and, and, and all every streaming platform. And all of that is in the podcast description there. So make sure you check all of that stuff out. Follow. Uh, do anything that you are able to help support Act Casual here. Again, Detroit, Michigan's finest funk, jam, fusion band. Um yeah, let's go ahead and listen to Living a Lie, and then that's going to take us into the full conversation with Danny. I will be back at the very end to wrap everything up. And one more time, everybody listening in, thank you so much for tuning in. I know Danny appreciates it. I know Act Casual appreciates it. I know the whole indie rock scene in general appreciates it. We will be back after the conversation. <laughs> 
casual fan uh of the i'm so fucking corny with my with my jokes man you know uh a very 
big fan of Act Casual, and I have Danny here with me. Uh, welcome in, man. Hey, thank you. I'm a fan of the corny, so you're amongst friends. Oh, man. Well, I I, uh, I always got to throw some little little jokes in there. Um, so you are in, I don't know if you're right in, but I think the Detroit area, right? Correct. So, yeah, none of us are living in the city. Um, we're pretty much in the burbs of Detroit. Um, it's just easier when you're playing out of town to say, oh, yeah, we're from Detroit, but Right. When you actually um, talk to someone from Detroit, they're like, mm, where? And it's like, well, not exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm, well, I'm the same way with Cleveland. I mean, I don't exactly. live right. I live, honestly, about an hour south. But, you know, nobody's going to know where can. Well, maybe, I don't know, Canton, Ohio. But um, are, are you a Tigers fan? Um, Not really. I'm not a big sports guy, but. Yeah, it's all right. I was going to say the Tigers are playing the Guardians, the Cleveland Guardians tonight. So right as we're talking, it's funny. Uh, um, so how's the scene, um, if there is one for you? If not, don't know. Um, good or bad, they're in the Detroit area for, obviously, you guys have a very specific type of sound and, and energy that you're going for. Um, you know, the jam, funk, band can play for fucking hours if you need to. Um How's the scene there for you? Um, I'd say it's it's really healthy. Um, there's a lot of bands in the kind of similar festival jam scene, so to speak, in the immediate area. Um, the city of Detroit itself, not you know, it's it's a good area to play, but it doesn't necessarily have like a thriving jam scene, so to speak. Um, yep. I would say more of the Ann Arbor, Ypsilanti area seems to have more bands and groups that are kind of in that genre um but it's good i mean it's it's i've heard from multiple people from outside of the area that they're impressed with um not so much this scene of like the fans but the um camaraderie of the bands themselves um there's you know everyone seems to be kind of game to help one another promote each other's shows or when they drop a single we'll be sharing each other's stuff um and there just seems to really be like a healthy community aspect um amongst the different groups and the fans themselves you know we all kind of share fans amongst one another so um i'd say the scene's really really thriving right now um there's a lot of good groups kind of coming up in the area that are starting to make some headway. So um, I'm really yeah. happy with the scene in the area. It's good, man. Um, yeah, you know, obviously I, I have a good eye on it from afar. Um, and I think, I mean, a lot of the Midwest cities, um, Detroit, Chicago, Milwaukee area, seem to be thriving pretty well, I think. Um, so that's good. Um, Obviously, it is not just you in the band. Um, who else do we have? I know well, you're Danny, and you play bass and sing, correct? Correct. Um, so bass and vocals, we have uh, Will Richardson on guitar and vocals as well. Uh, Ryan Stafford on keys and saxophone. And we actually just added our newest member, uh, Justin Tullius, on the drums. Nice. Very nice. Um yeah, I know you and what was the, I'm sorry, the other uh, vocals name. Uh, other vocalist. Yeah, uh, that's Bill Richardson or Will. Will. Will you call right. him Bill? Uh, I actually call him Billy. But <laughs> there you <laughs> go. 
Everybody calls him something different. But. Um, wait a minute. Don't you have? Is that what Billy Boogie is after? Yeah. So actually, that is. Um, I was just gonna like, say, don't you have a song that's called Billy Boogie? Yeah, we do. So that is actually um, that's actually the first song we kind of wrote. Um, so pretty much all of our tunes um, are collaborative efforts. So, um, you know, it people will bring ideas to the to the group, like a riff for chord progression, what have you. Um, but then we all kind of collaborate on the writing of the song itself and the yeah. final version that everybody hears is um, usually a collaborative effort or is always a collaborative effort, really. <laughs> Excuse me. But Millie Boogie was the first tune we had kind of put together um, as a group. Um, and we named it Billy Boogie because he started playing the, that chord progression you hear in the intro. Yep. Um, we all just kind of jumped in and started jamming on it. And um, I really fell together super organically. Um, Nick Small, who was in the group at the time, also played guitar. And he started putting a melody over it, I think, like the first time we played it. Um, started kind of making up lyrics that I don't think the lyrics stayed the same, but kind of the tempo of the verses and how they were sung, mm -hmm. he kind of got. Um, but yeah, that's like the oldest um, tune we actually have. And it's probably one of our most popular. Um, so it's kind of funny, like that and some other songs we have, like the songs we spent the least amount of time on for songwriting and really like thinking about uh tend to be the most popular so it seems like you know we'll really we'll have like a baby song that we're spending all this time on and rewriting and changing parts um but for whatever reason the ones that just kind of come out or easily and organically seem to be the ones that really strike home so like what um, else um hillbilly disco is another one um and actually, the most recent single we just put out, Gonna Buy Me an Airplane, <laughs> that was another similar one. So when um, COVID first hit and everyone was on lockdown and, like, shows weren't happening, we kind of took it as an opportunity to work on our songwriting and try to come up with some new material. Sure. So we were in the, midst, in the midst of writing new tunes, and we were all in the basement just rehearsing or whatever. And... I don't know if Yasko started playing the beat first or either way, me and Yasko kind of started with the bass and drum section. Um, Bill and Stafford jumped in and then I went to the mic and just saying, going to buy me an airplane. Um, and that, that was the beginnings of that song, going to buy me an airplane. <laughs> so like, I, started, I was like, well, you know, started thinking like where else I could take that lyrical idea. Um, and then we put in the chorus um, and obviously the structure of the song changed as we worked it through, but it was another one of those, like we just started a jam and I threw some improvised lyrics over it. And then that became a song. Um, well, I think you did a wonderful job with it. I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm reading the lyrics on it right now on Spotify. Um, all right, so I want to tie this in. I guess it's a kind of a two-part question. <clears throat> is the band named At Casual? Did that come from what I think it came from? Uh, will you, will you tell me? And I'll 
in the fact of when you're stoned in public and they, the first thing that you say is uh, act casual? Uh, no. Well, not necessarily. Well, I, I honestly don't know the true answer because Staff, Stafford is the one who pegged the name at casual. Okay. Um, we were coming up. We had all this list of names. I had a bunch of stupid ones that they all shot down. Um, and I think we were sitting on the front porch and Stafford was like, what about at casual? And we all were kind of like, yeah, you know, that, that's that's cool. You can kind of think of it in different ways. Um, so yeah. I don't really know that he had a specific thought behind what that meant. To me, it's always like, yeah, not necessarily being stoned, but like getting into trouble. You know, yeah. your your tags are expired and you got a cop behind you that casual, you know, or yeah. You're in class when you shouldn't be, and you see a family friend out in public. Okay, you know it's like uh, it, it can be applied to many situations, mostly in my mischievous things. But um, yeah. a lot of people actually tend to think it comes from the Talking Heads tune. Um, I can't remember. Oh, was it Life During Wartime? Or I don't know. There's a talking head song where he says act casual is one of the lyrics. So that's usually the one most people are like, oh, the talking head song. And it's like, no, not necessarily, but I'll have to um, check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. Now, man, it works. Like you said, it works in, in a number of different ways. I just I see the uh, uh, part about, you know, so high going to touch the or uh, won't touch the ground. Yeah, and and I feel like obviously got a, dub, a double entendre in there, you yeah, know. And I, and I feel like with, you know, your aura, uh, in terms of your band, not even just individually, but the type of music that you play and the festivals that you go to, that's sort of a. And I mean, I, I believe me, I'm, I'm wholeheartedly in support of it. I very much, but that's sort of a cult, part of the culture. Part, of, why did I just say it like that? Part of the culture. Jeez. <laughs> uh yeah and i mean that definitely you know it could be played on so high right it's a a play on you know partying and whatnot but that really the main thought behind that and then the rest of that gonna buy a cadillac find a woman blah 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 is kind of like you know um what you're in a kind of low, low place, but like when I make it, you know what I mean? Once I make it, I'm going to, I'm going to buy an airplane. I'm going to buy a Cadillac. You know what I mean? It's kind of like looking, uh, onto better days in the future. You know what I mean? But then of course the so high won't touch the ground. You know, it's like that obviously can be taken in multiple ways. Um, sure. uh, Yeah. Love it. Um, in the sense of the band and, and your live shows, um, you know, what you do, I think requires a lot of synergy on stage, a lot of, um, just feeling out things and, and having a good relationship with your bandmates. Um, how would you say it is playing live with, with the guys? Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely does take a lot of, like you said, synergy. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of, we do use some hand signals and things to cue one another of like, hey, we're going to the top or, you know, just cut it off, um, you know, and what have you. But um, a lot of it uh, is just like 
years of playing with each other. You know, if I listen to recordings of when we first started or a couple of years in or a few years in to where we are today, you can hear that synergy. Um, and a lot of it just comes with the time playing with one another and learning each other's kind of musical tendencies, so to speak, to where you can almost, I don't want to call it like mind reading or telekinesis, but you can make educated guesses of like, oh, I bet Bill's going to do this type of lick here. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to follow him up. And he does. Now, I didn't necessarily read his mind or predict the future, but I know Bill and I've played with him for so long that I've learned his musical style and tendencies and then vice versa with him and I or me and Stafford were, um, you know, you just pick up on those characteristics about one another to where you don't have to necessarily cue one another. Um, you can kind of anticipate what other people are going to do. Um, no, with that said, it is interesting because we just brought Justin on board. And, um, you know, obviously there there's still some synergizing, for lack of a better word, to get you know, with a new member, but it's, it's pretty astounding how quickly he's just jumped in and been able to play off of us as if he has been playing with us for so long. You know, it, it doesn't seem like there's a, um, a learning curve, really. He seemed yeah. to really um, quickly adapt and kind of, I think what it is, he, he's just a good active listener. You know what I mean? So he, he can sit back and um, he's actively listening to what other folks are doing in the group so he can kind of follow, follow our lead, so to speak, and we can follow his. So, um, what was the drum situation before him? So uh, that was, uh, we had Ryan Yaskovich on drums, um, and he's a hell of a drummer too. Um, wasn't necessarily, you know, a note against Yasko or anything. Um, uh, totally different styles. Justin's more into like, uh, progressive, um, metal a little heavier um that side of things yasko was more into soul and r&b um the beatles you know that tight kind of um more groove based stuff um so definitely different styles but um yeah i mean um and so now you're been, going you're going with the one that's more you said metal metal like yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that wasn't, uh, so the Yasko, you know, that wasn't like, um, well, first we didn't fire Yasko. He, you know, he left. So it wasn't anything about his playing or anything like that. Sure. Um, yeah. none, none of this is a shot at anybody, of course. Just no, 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 for sure. Just to give, yeah, just to give a little background. Um, you know, he just was uh, overwhelmed with the shows and the rehearsal and the, it's, it's stressful, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, so, um, but that said, yeah, Justin definitely has, you know, he, he has like the double kick pedal and, um, I think one of his favorite groups is dream theater. Um, so more of that school of playing, um, which has brought new flavors into our playing as well. Like we, the last couple live videos we posted or shows we played with Justin, um, we've had several moments where it gets pretty heavy, you know, like. Yeah. Well, we would get, we would get heavy with Yasko too, um, but maybe more often we find ourselves kind of hitting that 
I don't want to call it metal, but high intensity, you know, double bass, distortion, fuzz, that sort of vibe. Yeah. Nice, man. So is that uh, possibly foreshadowing what we might see of Act Casual on a rec- on a recording here soon? Um, You know, in my opinion, that's kind of what I would like, the direction I would like to head for the next recording. So we actually, we have another single that's going to be dropping here in a couple months. After that single comes out, we have a full album's worth from those sessions that the last uh, batch of singles were on um so those are already recorded and those were actually recorded with yasko so the next full-length record we're going to put out which is comprised of the singles that have come out is that going to have a you know metal edge no that's already been recorded but for our next recording with justin um you know which we've been talking about we have a lot of um Older and newer tunes that are unrecorded that have a, I don't want to say a metal sound, but more of a dark, kind of moody feel to it. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a safe bet you'll be getting a lot more of that vibe on the following recording. Um, but I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves because we still got to get in the studio. So no, of course, yeah, you never know exactly what's going to happen. But what? Um, very nice, man. Uh, that's a good little background on on you know the sound and whatnot. And um, one of the things that you mentioned there, you know, is how stressful and just time consuming and everything all of this is. Um, and you yourself, you have a child, right? um correct yep she is uh seven months six and a half right around there how's that balancing act going um it's been going good um you know it obviously takes a lot of adjusting um i don't recommend it for everybody but the position i you know am currently in um it's been working great for me so and a little background on the band too you know we're not uh we're still doing the weekend warrior thing. So we all have our day jobs. You know, the band isn't like our only source of income or main source of income. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we work during the week, do gigs and festivals during the weekends, typically. Um, yep. So I already kind of had that schedule, you know, going. Um, I'm also married um, and my wife, Sam, she just quit her job. So that helps tremendously where she she doesn't work so she's able to you know uh take care of hazel when we go out to gigs or when i'm at work during the day etc um so that's been you know a huge help as well um but you know it's like uh you just i don't know how to juggle but it's just like (laughs) it's like throwing in another ball to someone you know you know what i mean it's like all right well i've got my day job I got the band, I've got, you know, the dog, and you've got your list of responsibilities, and um, I just added in another one, you know, and it, it's, a, it's a much larger responsibility than a dog, obviously, I'm not trying to compare the two, but <laughs> um, it's just that you, you incorporate it in your day and your lifestyle, I don't know, you, you just make, you make the time. Um, yeah. Now, if I was doing the band full-time 
and didn't have a day job and Sam had to work full time and had a baby. You know what I mean? So I don't want to act like everyone in every situation can can do it. Um, but I would say if you're responsible and can hold down a job um, and you want to have kids, I wouldn't let um, the pursuit of a career in music prevent you from doing so because I you, you can do both. Um, and there's countless examples of professional musicians who are married and have children and did so when they were cutting their teeth. So you can do it. Um, it's not for everyone and it's not easy, but it can be done. It's great advice, man. Um, do you want act casual or maybe not even act casual? I mean, I don't know if you see yourself doing solo things or what, or like, what do you see for yourself as a musician in the future? Is you just, you don't know, you just kind of taking it as it comes. Well, so the, I mean, the goal is obviously to make it a, a career, you know, to where we can quit our day jobs and do this full time and have enough income from playing music to where we don't have to work those, you know, nine to fives. Right. So that's obviously the goal. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the goal. I have no aspirations of doing solo stuff necessarily. You know, I wouldn't rule it out if the band were to work out, but I'm not, you know, that's just not where my mind's at. You know, I'm more of a, co- a collaborative yep. type of a type of guy. You know, I don't know that I'd be cut out for the solo thing, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, our goal is to, to make it a career, um, you know, and we've had those discussions of like, man, you know, should we just quit our jobs and like hit the road and do it full time and kind of throw caution to the wind? Um, and there's a lot of bands, younger band, much younger than us that are doing exactly that. And they're doing great. So I don't want to necessarily say that isn't the path, but where we're at, um, you know, we're just kind of taking the. Uh, the longer path of the, uh, hey, we're going to work our day jobs. We're still going to pursue music. And once it hopefully hits that tipping point where we start making, you know, more money, um, that we can quit those day jobs or cut our hours back or, you know what I mean? So it's really trying to build that revenue from the band to a point where it's like, okay, I can cut some hours now I can you know what I mean and some of us have gotten to that to that point um, mm-hmm. but um that's kind of our our way of going about it I feel you so you've had the um the act casual self-titled EP that was out in December of 2017 is that right yep have you would you say noticed consistent growth since then yeah, absolutely. I mean, it has its, I, I've noticed personally, it sounds weird to say in this business, but in the, in the music scene, so to speak, there's peaks and valleys, you know, um, you'll get a killer gig or an opportunity that's just like, makes you feel great. And it's just like, oh man, I can't believe we're playing with band X. You know what I mean? Like this in the back of your mind, like we're going to make it, you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. you play the gig. And you wake up the next day and it's like, well, on to the next day. You know what I mean? So it's like um, we've had 
some really high peaks of just like good successes, but um, those one-off successes don't make you. It's the consistency and continually building that momentum. Um, So trying to keep that in light when things slow down, you know what I mean? Um, But yeah. um, Sorry, I forgot what your uh, your question was. (laughs) No, you're good, man. I I do that shit all the time. Sometimes you just forget, man. Um, No, I just asked, you know, ultimately kind of what you know you saw with the band in terms of uh you know your successes and since you, you put out the ep and in, in 2017 oh, and- yeah yeah we've seen growth yeah, yeah yeah absolutely i mean um yes absolutely i mean on a, on a musical level um on a kind of i don't want to say branding level but kind of like a name recognition level so to speak yeah. um people know what yeah. act casual is Yep. Um, have we seen, I, I feel personally, we've seen a lot of growth, but it's kind of like one of those things, like the more, you know, the more, you know, you don't know. It's like the more we grow, the more it's like, this isn't enough. Like we need to grow more. You know what I mean? It's like you set these kind of benchmarks of like, man, if we could just play, if we could open for Umphrey's McGee, that'd be it. Like we made it, mm-hmm. but then we haven't opened for Umphrey's McGee. Let's say one day you do. Well, then it's like you cross that benchmark. Now it's like, well, what's your goal now? Well, oh, if we could play Red Rocks, then I'd be happy. We made it. Then you play Red Rocks, and it's like, all right, well, now what? You know what I mean? So it's kind of like um, you set these little goals up in your head that's like, oh, if I hit this, then I'll be happy. But then once you hit it, you're just looking for the next hurdle to jump. So, um but that's part of, I think, part of the game, right? Is just never being satisfied with where you're at and trying to push the envelope and grow and grow and yep. see where it goes. Yeah, love it. Um, well, I think, you know, at least even in the, you know, almost, I think, year now that I've seen you guys, um, I think it's been good from afar. Again, you know, I, I can only say that from so much perspective, but certainly seems as such and i know that the music is there that's for sure um yeah of course um speaking of the you know the music and still kind of staying along the lines of yourself um why the jam scene why why you know what are your influences um kind of why you know (laughs) you know what i'm getting at why are you playing this type of music Yep. Um, so it was probably like you you would hear from a lot of quote jam bands if you ask them, they say, Well, we're not a jam band, right? And it's like, okay, but you play all the festivals and you're in the, you know, play with all the other bands who are jam bands. You know, we never set out to be a jam band, so to speak. Um a lot of our influences, I mean, me personally, I don't listen to a lot of jam bands. I listen to a lot of like 70s prog and jazz fusion and dad rock and that kind of shit you know what i mean um yeah about rush. Like, like, yeah rush and um Genesis rush, and Frank Zappa and that kind of stuff you know what i mean um yeah. that's what i still if mo or string cheese incident or Humphreys are in town i'm gonna go see him right i i'm fans of them 
but I'm not putting them on when I'm cutting the grass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for me, I mean, it was kind of more of a, and this might sound kind of cold or whatever, but just like, uh, from a business venture perspective of like, it seemed like a good scene to get involved with in that you don't have to get signed by some big record label or go on tour opening up for some big national act where you're not going to make any more. You have to pay tens of thousands of dollars to go on tour, whatever. Um, You can kind of grassroots, just start a group, build a brand, start playing gigs and get into that festival scene. It just, it seemed like a healthy, um, welcoming scene for grassroots bands. And I think that's really what it is because there's so many different genres within the quote jam scene. There's bluegrass, there's, you know, more electronic stuff. There's kind of in your face rock, you know, um, there's a lot of different genres and styles within the quote jam scene. I just, I I almost feel like it's more of a, um, I don't know. Uh, a grassroots. Yeah, it's an open, like a uh, more grassroots um, take on the music scene. Um, so that was kind of my my personal reasoning of like this is a a good scene to get involved with. Yeah. M- more so than like, hey, let's start a jam band. You know what I mean? Yep. How did you stumble upon the position of bass? Have you always been primarily a bassist or was it guitar ever? Or? Oh, no. I mean, like most bassists, I'm a field guitarist. So uh, I bought a guitar <laughs> when I was, you know, 13, 14, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Started plinking around, learning some chords and complaining about how my fingers hurt. And uh, would jam with um, Nick Small, um, who is our former guitarist. Um and he was much better than me, but I'd still jam with him. Um, and his dad, Wayne, played bass. Um, and he actually played a bass in a band called The Zipples that I grew up listening to. Me and Nick are, um, my parents are friends with Nick's parents. So Nick's dad was in The Zipples. They'd play around. We'd be hanging out at the house and whatnot. So I grew up listening to those guys. And long story short, Wayne had a bass over at his house. So I was playing the bass one day with Nick on guitar. And Wayne walks in. He's like, oh, man, you're natural. You sound great, blah, blah, blah. And I probably sounded like shit, but he was just being encouraging. I was just like, oh, cool. Like, I I think I found my thing. You know what I mean? Because I was just struggling with guitar and playing with a guitarist who's already better than me. So I went and picked up a cheap rogue bass off musicians' friends. You know, I think Guitar Center owns now um and got a cheap amp and uh yeah just started playing with nick jamming around um we actually started a band out of high school with billy our current guitarist called the great googly mooglies um (laughs) yeah you like that (laughs) love it man um for some reason no one could spell it right on the flyers i don't know why what was it the great moogly booglies (laughs) the great googly like google Mooglies with an M. So great Googly Mooglies. Yes. 
like the expression great google movie right so yeah so uh we had and we did even more proggy type stuff um and that lasted two maybe three years that fizzled out um and we played some gigs around but didn't really take it as seriously as you know at casual or like we took it seriously but we were just a bunch of dumbass stoners and we're lazy and unorganized we're like would book a show and do absolutely no promoting and be like, why is no one here? You know, it's like that kind of shit. Um, but still had lots of fun, you know, learned a lot. Um, and that was with, again, Nick and Billy who ended up being in the original at casual. So it all kind of has roots out. Yep. Love it. Well, I can tell you, man, I've had, uh, and I tell this, I've said this frequently on the podcast, whenever this comes up, uh, I have two guitars over here that have been sitting here. I actually have three. I have an acoustic, two electric, uh, one of the electric I've had for 15 years and, uh, still have yet to learn a fucking thing. So, <laughs> uh, I will, I, I mean, I shouldn't say that, you know, I could pick it up and make a decent sound, um, yeah. for about no, five I hear you. that's about it. Um, it's yeah, tough. It's so tough. I pretty much uh, hung up a guitar too. I suck on guitar. I just, uh, I know a handful of chords and I'll pick it up every once in a while, but then I'm just like, oh yeah, this is why I don't play guitar. <laughs> hey, maybe, I'll, maybe, maybe I'll take a tip out of your uh, tip of your cap and, and pick up a bass. Do it, man. It's one string. I always uh, make fun or make fun. I uh, will be talking to like the drummer and making fun of Stafford and Billy. I'm just like, chords are stupid you know what i mean they'll be trying to figure out their voicings or whatever i'm just like just need to play one note you don't worry about it yeah uh that's funny um so i mentioned obviously the guys in the band some of the uh, former members as well um anybody else in terms of shout outs um that you need to give as far as people important to the act casual circle Oh, God, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, I guess to my wife for putting up with our shit and rehearsing at the house. Um, yeah, that's big. Uh, I'd say shout out to my dad for getting me into music um, and Z- the, the Ziffles and their crew for all the great tunes to grow up with. Um, uh, God. All the uh, musicians and people in the scene in Southeast Michigan, um, and the West side of this year, all over Michigan. Um, Taylor Greenshield, he mixed our first EP and, uh, he just mixed the soundboard recording for the video we posted today. Um, and has done a lot of work for us. Um, Nick Small as well. Um, another former, he was an original member. And then since he split, he's been a great help. Um, he shot our music video for Living a Lie. He shot video from our Otis Supply show. There's some YouTube videos of. Um, got us in the studio at Plymouth Rock. So he's done a lot as well behind the scenes to help. Um, and Yasko too, for all his years behind the kit. Um, yeah. Fair. And all, and all the fans, too, obviously, that have supported us over the years so yeah i figured you have a little bit to to say there i mean you guys have been going now for what five six years strong if that maybe yep, more. Yep. 
Yep, six years uh, this past July, or, you know, a month ago. And then, uh, yep, no plans on slowing down, so. Nice. And speaking of that, uh, the podcast episode will probably be out around September 7th. So when that happens, uh, you will have a festival there in two days on the 9th, right? Sugar Creek Music Festival? Correct. Yep, that's in uh, Benton, Illinois. Um Southern Illinois, uh, east of St. Louis. Nice. Anything yeah. else in terms of shows and, and or festivals or anything in the fall? Um, yeah, we also play October 14th at PA's Lager House. Um, that's with the Snozberries and uh, Nina and the Buffalo Riders. And it's actually the last show of Nina and the Buffalo Riders. Um, They've been huge out here in the Detroit area. Great, great band. Um, sad to see them go, but um, honored to be part of their farewell show in Detroit. So it'll be October 14th at PJ's Logger House. Very cool. Well, not cool that, yeah, that they're. Yeah, and no, I think bittersweet. Cool show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very nice. And I know you mentioned, you know, in terms of what might be coming for. Uh, for the band, a or another single that might be coming what in a couple months or so, and then you've got an album that's recorded still from all of the other recordings at the same time you're releasing these two singles. Correct. Yep. So we've got one more single to drop, which will make four singles total that will have been released. Then we'll be releasing the full album later this year, and I think that's got eight tracks total. Sweet. Which eight tracks for you guys, Mike, that could be a, a full hour's worth. Yeah, yeah. We actually, uh, we trimmed it so uh, people will be surprised to hear on um, these recordings. We actually trimmed down the jamming. Um, we kind of went with a more, um, let's actually try to write some songs here, you know. Um, yeah. I say that in no negative way, by the way. No, 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 for sure. I mean, it's, I, uh, we certainly intend on recording more kind of longer Jamie stuff. That's our bread and butter. That's what we do, you know, but yep, yep, um, yep. we kind of just try to take the approach of like, let's try to sharpen that um, arrow of songwriting, you know, and keeping yep. stuff to kind of the, the foundation, you know, so um but that said lots of great tunes and there is one long uh one long instrumental on there that will be the last track on the album so nice i am very excited for that that'll be uh that'll be a good little album to kick back and light up a bowl to and uh let it rip man Love yeah it. absolutely um anything else man at all in terms of uh, act casual anything you want the people to know if not that's okay um other than, I mean, we just dropped a couple of singles recently. Um, well, somewhat recently, most recent being uh, Gonna Buy Me an Airplane. So I uh, would love people to check that out. Um, and that's what it was. We dropped a music video before that for Living a Lie um, on YouTube. Would love people to check that out. Um, please go follow us on Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube. Um, tell your friends and uh, come join the party. Absolutely, man. And if you've been following Mid Park uh, at all, I would hope that you know who Act Casual is by this point, because um, I have definitely, and I don't say this, you know, to toot my own horn. I just, man, I, I try to promote shit that I genuinely like and uh, 
yeah, man, it's it's absolutely it's very very. Oh man, I, you know, I wrote that song summary the other day, which you know is corny kind of in, in the ways that I write it, but um, it's very true. You know, it's anything but casual. Um, you know, there's no doubt that you guys are spending lots of time, lots of of hours, lots of passion put into it, um, and it it shows. Um, you know, both in in the schedule of shows you've been able to put together, and and shows in your sound, shows in the cohesion that you at least seemingly have from the outside. So, um, yeah, man, I'd be very proud of what you got, and I'm sure you are, and very, very excited to see what uh, what happens for you over the next year or so. But Thanks not so after much. That. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> it. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and I appreciate all the help you've done. Um, just want to say thank you for all the help. Of course, man. Yeah, like I said, I don't say it to toot my own horn and people say that all the time, you know, thanks and whatnot. And that's just, man, like I'm, I, you know, my project here is just like a band, you know, it's a work in progress. I started this thing with a, an idea, but no real fucking clue what was going on. And it's, you know, it's taken shape. So, um, yeah, no, it's uh, we grow together, man. So I'm very, very, uh, pumped to see, uh, what happens in it with that casual and I, I'm hoping to see you guys in uh, Ohio maybe again sometime yeah, I, yeah, I, didn't, right. shit, I didn't even I haven't even said that I've seen you guys live this is uh, it's one of the few interviews I've done where I've actually seen the band I'm interviewing live which was a fan fucking tastic show that was uh, almost a year ago already in November of last year but anything in Ohio um actually we did just confirm us so well, I wanted to back up Justin, our new drummer, he's from Toledo and I think is originally from Cincinnati. So you should expect to see us all over Ohio. He, nice. he knows all the homies. Um, so, yeah, you should be seeing us all over um, in the coming months. That said, we did just confirm a show at the Village Idiot in Toledo. And I believe that is for it's the third week of October. I want to say the 21st. All right. You guys are always booking. It feels like, I mean, you're like, you don't ever take time off. Do you? I mean, if you, if you can get a show, you're going to grab it. Uh, well, that yeah. It makes we, sense we do, for you. Yeah. We do take time off. I mean, when, you know, when I had Hazel, I took a month off. Um, so we have taken time off. Um, but yeah, try to stay busy, man. Um, and I would say, I mean, the one thing I've learned from doing this is like, uh, even if you're not busy, have that appearance of being busy, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. just saying active on a lot of that is just being active on social media, you know, yeah. make it seem like you're always making that next move, even if you're not, um, cause for all the people know you are. You may fake it till you make it, man. Yep. No, I'm with it. I, I think I think there's a lot of similarities in what you've said, and uh, it sticks with me what you're talking about. And you know, it's not about one successful. You know, you, you get a show, like you said, you might you might open for Humphreys or something, and then the next day you got to wake up and still, you know, go to work. Um, so it's about being consistent and and seeing that growth over time. So I feel it, man. Um, mm-hmm. Danny, appreciate it very much, man. Anything else at all? Oh, uh, no, that that's it. Thanks so much for your time. Yeah, no doubt. That is Danny of Act Casual out of Detroit, Michigan. Fantastic, fantastic jam, funk, fusion, however you want to call it. Uh, well, how, how, how would you actually, let me ask you, how do you, because I think your guys' Instagram bio says funk fusion. Is that what it is? 
Yeah. So that's another, it's kind of like the Jambian thing, you know, it's hard to put a finger, you know? Um, yeah, I would say like, I mean, I don't know. It's tough. I, I want to say rock. It changes. Say, yeah. And you, people, you say one thing and people think that, you know, I want to yeah. say rock, but people think Nickelback. I want to say yeah. blues, but people think Joe Bonamassa. I want to say funk, but people think P-Funk. You know, we don't yep. sound like any of those, but we have elements of each of those. And we have our own kind of unique blend of, of those elements. So yep. sometimes we're funky, sometimes we're jammy, sometimes we're bluesy. Um, you just got to come see us to find out. Oh, that's a perfect way to end. Dan, appreciate it so much, brother. Yep, thanks so much. No doubt. And that is that. Another one down. Another good one down. Another one that uh, I know uh, provides just a, a very fresh perspective. You know, every interview, of course, has some variance to the same degree, you know, of things that we talk about. Um, but everybody has a little different perspective. Um, and Danny is somebody that, you know, as I follow on social media, his personal account as well, and uh, somebody I look up to, you know, for his um, his points of view and, uh, you know, just the way that he is out there kind of just doing his own thing, just very strong, you know, tell, you can tell very, very convicted in his beliefs and who he is. Um, again, just a great overall conversation there. And I know you guys got something from that for, for, for sure. Um, and again, just the, the whole band there at casual shout out to them. Um, and uh, yeah. So we will of course listen to one more song here on the way out. Um, again, just want to go over a few more things as far as mid park goes. Um, you know, we went over the whole mid park or the whole uh, podcast schedule, um, at the beginning, uh, you can see that on social media as well. Please follow along. You know how to find that stuff. Um, follow along, uh, for a casual as well. All of that stuff is in the podcast description there. Um, and then one more time, of course, wanted to mention, uh, the suicide prevention awareness week and all of that, uh, that is on the mid park um instagram you can go donate there you can learn more again anything you're able to do that is helpful but um yeah again i appreciate everybody so much for everything that's going on with this entire community with this entire local indie rock community it is absolutely fantastic i'm humbled um everybody i think is continuing to grow um again this is episode number 67 already so i'm continuing to meet bands from all across the country and just uh it's such a great thing that we've got going on here and i cannot uh, thank you all enough for tuning in so um we are going to listen to uh fresh out the shower so this is um this was released i believe in october um of last year 2021 uh, so essentially here we've listened to all three of the latest uh act casual singles so we listened to gonna buy me an airplane at the very beginning that was the very latest single um that was released just a couple of weeks ago in july um and then fresh out the shower uh, is going to be what we're going to listen to here right now and then uh, we listened to living a lie as well that took us into the conversation earlier um, but here we got fresh out the shower. Love it. Love it. Uh, just love the theme of the song. Again, very funky, very groovy. As always, those are the two um, two words I would absolutely use to describe act casual over and over again as I have funky, groovy. Love it. I hope you all enjoyed this conversation. Um, again, my name is Kevin Vargo, host and founder of the Mid Park Music Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. We will see you next time.
getting ready for the show. Grabbing the sofa. Watch the fuck between my toes. Don't forget your armpits. Meet a lady, cause you baby, and you got to be ready to go. Fresh up the shower. Looking as fly as can be. Better watch your flower. Cause it's spring, baby, and I'm the bee. Hide your girlfriend. Hide every woman you know. Heat it on my end. They'll have a hot top saying no.
Say you know.